Welcome to Quit Bleeping Around, a podcast dedicated to helping you achieve more in life. Here's your host, Christina Eanes. Hey, Super Achievers. For this episode, I'm interviewing Mike Montague. Mike is a public speaker, podcast host of Playful Humans, and author of LinkedIn, The Sandler Way. Welcome, Mike. Thank you for joining us today. So great to be here. I'm excited. Well, I want to hear more about your background before we jump into the power of play. So share it with our listeners. Well, I have a a little bit of an interesting story. It all makes sense and ties together. But (laughs) I I was gifted at computers in high school and I started designing websites um, my senior year of high school which is not really impressive now, but in 1997, that was quite a thing. Uh, But I didn't want to be a computer nerd. I I didn't want to sit in a room by myself behind a computer all day. Uh, I wanted to be cool. I wanted to be on the radio. So I was (laughs) DJ Romeo on uh, Mix 93.3 here in Kansas City, the the top 40 station. And I DJed in bars and clubs. I ended up up uh, opening for Billy Idol and Frankie Valli when they came to Kansas City and had a ton of fun doing that. Um, but I, I found out quickly when I got my own show, uh, guess what that job is sitting in a room by yourself behind a computer all day. Uh, the good news is though, that it pays like a quarter of what web designers make. Uh, so <laughs> I also made the websites for the radio stations and the Kansas city chiefs radio network. So I kept doing that kind of freelance on, on the side. And the whole time, my uh, dad was a professional sales trainer, motivational speaker uh, with a company called Sandler Training. So I took a whole bunch of sales training. And about halfway through my career, I I moved and I went to work for Sandler. And that's uh, my full-time job now is the director of community engagement for Sandler. I create online courses, do social media, host podcasts and and webinars and things like that for them, where I combine all three of those. So I get to be the personality. I get to uh, combine my sales and motivational. And I know you talk a lot about time management and productivity things, uh, which I love to geek out on. And then uh, I also do a little bit of technology stuff in there to make all of those things happen. I love it. You're living the dream. Uh, a little bit. You know, everybody always <laughs> has their thing. So what we're going to talk about today is um, I, I found myself getting too serious in the business world and, oh. and maybe too fun in the the radio world, right? It's really easy to go out to concerts and have fun and, and, uh, and things there. And then in the business world, it's really easy to get serious and optimize my time and book every minute and feel like I was pressing and uh, I wrote a book and then you got to promote the book and do your job in the podcast. And I just was like freaking myself out a little bit. And I found like I needed to really come back to center. If I wanted to live my best life and be as productive and in- impactful as I could be, it needed to be a balance in the middle. I needed both sides of those personalities to to come together so I could be myself in no matter what I was doing. Ah, yeah. Well, and I love play just even in my everyday job too. So, so let's dive into that. Tell us about the power of play. What is it and why is it important? Sure. I, I think it really came to a head for me during the pandemic, which I, I think everybody can relate to, right? Is the, the things that I was holding on to as fun for me and what I was living for, like the weekends and, and going out with my friends, you know, after work and, and stuff, all of that got sucked out. Uh, 
Yeah. And it was actually a couple of years before uh, the pandemic where I was really working on my creativity and stuff as well and trying to be kind of more productive and find the magic, right? I, I think in today's world too, if you have a job where you're just checking boxes or, or it's kind of rote and, and machine-like, computers can do those jobs better, right? So I wanted to find things of, of really what's the impactful moment, the, the magic that I bring to my career that nobody else does and that um, computers can't do. They can't be replaced, right? And, yeah. and automate the things that can be automated and focus on the magic that I bring to things. So when you combine those two, I call it creative nerdery. Um, <laughs> there, there's there's creativity. There, there's geeking out because you're doing stuff that you're passionate about and that's challenging for you. And then the combination of those two is really fun. It, creative nerdery was my family's term for when we were children and we were uh, playing imaginary games or we'd go back in the back room and come up with a show and then come out and do it for the adults, you know, in the living room and, and make them laugh and then go back and come up with another bit. Um, they would be like, Oh, here we go with the creative nerdery again. So it, it kind of just reminded me of play. And in the pandemic, I was like, Oh my gosh, I'm going to have to make time for this because play is not going to organically come into my house while we're quarantined in here. <laughs> it's not going <laughs> right? to knock on the door. <laughs> yeah. And I, I don't know if any of the other listeners can, can relate, but also I'm, I'm middle-aged. So I, I turned, uh, I'm 41 now. I, I turned 40 during the pandemic and, um, and I felt like my wife and I have been married for 10 years. Like if it's not going to get more creative, or more interesting if I don't do something about it. And I think that's really what I love about your message. It was like, you know, not uh, quit bleeping around, but uh, the bleeping for me was sitting, you know, yeah. like quit sitting around behind the desk, <laughs> doing your job, quit sitting behind the TV, quit sitting in the, the basement, you know, not interacting with anybody and get out there and do something fun and enjoy your life. I love that. So what did you do? Well, I started the Playful Humans podcast for number one and a community to find other playful people. And it sounds really nerdy when I say it out loud, but I read about 15 books on play just to remind <laughs> myself of, of what it is and that I wasn't making this up, that it's not just because it's fun. It's not just playing because it's something enjoyable, which would be perfectly fine. Uh, you know, if you love board games with your family or, or whatever, they're there is something with just wasting time doing that rather than wasting time on Netflix is, is better and feel, makes you feel more connected and more fulfilled and, and uh, is a great way to, to blow time. But there is way more to it than that. When I dug into all of this research, I found that play actually makes you more productive. Yeah. There's a ton of studies like at Microsoft, the four-day work week was more productive than the five-day work week. Uh, and when people take naps, they come back more refreshed or when they take a vacation, they come back and they, uh, I, I mean, have you ever noticed that Chris, that when you take a week long vacation or, or longer, even you still get everything done for that month. Yeah. You, you, you work more productively before you go on vacation and more productively afterwards. Uh, but you still get everything done and make room for fun that it's possible 
to actually play, have more fun, do more messing around and still be more productive than you were if you were just working the whole time. Oh, huge. Yeah. No, we are, uh, my husband and I are huge on this. We take four, at least one week vacations a year. So at least one, a quarter. And then we try to do at least one thing a month, like a little weekend trip. Uh, and I tell you, I'm more productive than I have been in years. <laughs> yeah. I, I yeah. love that. I think that's exactly it. So I, I was working on that. My wife and I have the the same kind of goals there too. And I found even on a daily basis that I need at least a good 30 minutes to an hour of meditation, uh, 30 minutes to an hour of exercise and 30 minutes to an hour of time where I'm just doing something for myself that I consider playful. Yeah. So that might be anything. It might be doing Legos. It might be messing around with my nieces and nephews. It might be, um, you know, playing a sport or a board game or just watching a funny, you know, stand up comedian or something. But I, I don't think people realize that that's as important as sleep and exercise and nutrition, that if you're not refreshing your brain with creativity and doing something you enjoy, you're just burning out and slowing down. Oh, Uh, great. It's it's not going to help you. Yeah, huge. Yeah, uh, my second book's on the secret to super productivity, and part of that is finding what are energy creators for you and doing them so that you can gain more energy to handle what life throws at you. Yeah, I love that. And for me, I always use the cell phone analogy. Right, your cell phone can work all day as long as you plug it in every once in a while. Yeah. And humans are kind of the same way. It's (laughs) like there are tasks that we have to do that are unplugging us from the wall, right? We have to pay our taxes. We have to check our email and things that are not energy fulfilling, which is fine. We can do all of that. But if we only do that, then we're not plugging (laughs) ourselves back in. We're going to slow down. We're going to get get messed up and and we're going to run out of energy, which is is what we need to enjoy it. And there's one more interesting thing that I'd like to share here which is it actually makes your whole life more fulfilling too. Yeah. That uh, the pandemic, I, I think most people will recognize, it seemed really long in the moment because we were bored. There was nothing new. It was every day seemed a little bit longer and every week a little bit longer because it was a grind and it was difficult and there wasn't anything fun or interesting about it. But when you look back at it now, I find myself having to add a year to all my memories. Because we didn't make any new memories. All of that time looking back into the past is just shrunk. It feels like it was only a few months because we didn't make any new memories. So when you're thinking about your life, when you look back on your life, what you remember are these fun moments, these magical things, the new things that happen that aren't the boring routine, productivity, checking stuff off the box stuff. It's newness, it's creativity and uh, powerful memories that stick with you and make it your life more interesting and your story more interesting when you look back at it. Oh, absolutely. So for those that maybe live by the, what is it? The axiom, um, all work and no play makes Jack a dull boy for some reason that keeps popping up for me. How do they start engaging in creative nerdery? I think, A couple of thoughts here because everybody's in a a little bit of a different spot. So if you feel like you are a naturally playful person and you know what gives you energy, you've just kind of forgotten to do it. It's pretty simple. It's like anything. Block it on the calendar. Make time for it. Join a group or an organization or something where you pay dues and then you feel like you're going to waste your money if you don't show up. 
and play, right? So yeah. whatever it is for you, if you want to join an art club or a sporting event or there's board game nights and, and meetups and a Escape lot of the stuff rooms. has moved online or you can do it live now. There's lots of different types of play. If you like to go explore in nature or whatever, book some trips, put it on the calendar, make an app. But if you're not a naturally playful person, if you feel like you've always been too serious and you never really found your play, that's, I think, the the tough one. But you have to go try some stuff. And just think of it like an experiment that will make you more productive and you need to, to try some things. So I have a quiz on the website. If you go to playfulhumans.com slash quiz, there are eight, 10 different types of play that you might enjoy. So you can answer a few quick questions and find out some suggestions for things that you, you might like. But again, I've hit on some of them. Try getting out and moving your body. We're, we forget that we're animals on this planet sometimes, yeah. right? And that that we need to run and jump and, and be out in nature. And some of those things will re-energize us very quickly because that's how our, our bodies were evolved and what we're designed to do. Um, the other thing I would say is create. There, there's natural things like art and drawing or writing or... Um, music is great. So even if you can't play or anything, find what your favorite song is, find uh, a dance move you can learn on YouTube or something and just practice enjoying art and music for, for the sake of creation and just for the sake of doing it. Not because you're going to take an art class, make a painting and sell it online. And it's going to be another career that's putting too much pressure <laughs> on you. <laughs> right. Just, do something silly that you're going to throw away in the trash and go, oh, well, that didn't look good. Or if you like it, then maybe you hang it on the wall. But it's finding those things that are not uh, driven by the pressure to, you know, be something, show it to everybody, right? We yeah. don't have to post it on social media. We don't have to do anything. Just enjoy something presently in the moment that's freely chosen by you, not by somebody else that you can just relax into and really recharge. I, I think that's the key for me. Yeah. So the goal is to enjoy it, not any other goal. Like I have to do this or that or, or sell it. I love that. And the other thing too is uh, I encourage, if it sounds like you don't like it, still try it. Because I, mm. my daughter's 21st birthday, she wanted to go do an escape room. And I thought that was the most stupid idea I'd ever heard about. <laughs> but we went anyway, because it was her birthday. And I ended up loving it so much. We're at over 500 escape rooms now in 20 countries, 22 states. Uh, it has been something that opened up a whole new world for me because I said yes, even though I didn't want to. Yeah, I mean, that's the tough part, right? So yeah. I, I think... For me, I love to try anything new and give anything a chance and, and see what it's like. But then I would also say, like, if you have, you know, your parents made you take piano lessons and <laughs> you always hated it, like, don't go to the piano if that's not what you, exactly. you love doing, right? Yeah. Uh, sometimes people hang on to stuff from their past and it's really like a, your past and what you've done up till now is a, a gift or a curse that you've given to your present self, but you don't have to accept those things. Exactly. So if you feel like, oh, I'm out of shape and I can't move. I, I used to love to play soccer, but I can't do that now. Well, you can. You just got to start small. You, yeah. you gave yourself a little bit of a handicap, but that doesn't mean five years from now, you can't be back in shape and loving soccer. 
Exactly. Right? Yeah. Um, so it's so tough. But I would say definitely if you're doing something on a routine basis that you don't like, just quit it. <laughs> exactly. Okay. Try it. If you don't yeah. like it, <laughs> don't do it. That's a good point because some people have, and I call it shooting all over yourself, right? So they, they have mm-hmm. the shoulds that they should be doing this. They should be doing that. If it's not bringing you joy, don't do it. It's so funny how we even do that with play, right? Like yeah. I've heard people say, I love uh, Lego. I'm an adult fan of Lego. I have a nice Star Wars Lego collection. I, I share it with my nieces and nephews and stuff when I'm done. But yeah, I'll hear people say things like, oh, I, I got like three Lego kits to put together. I really need to do that this week. <laughs> you're like, that's terrible language for your yeah, play. I get to right? do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like I get to, or if you don't feel like it, like that's not an obligation because somebody gave you something that you have to, <laughs> to have to go and do it, right? Exactly. I love that. Anything else that we need to know about the power of play? You know, there is so much that I've unpacked uh, over the last year for me, and I'm really excited to to talk to it about uh, different people on on my podcast. I've been interviewing people that juggle for a living. Oh. That, um, gosh, I mean, so many creative people. There's a guy that does uh, dog surfing. His dog Derby. He he rides uh, waves in the inner surf competitions, and he ended up on Netflix and Amazon for doing it and stuff. Um, to mentalists and other people that just write or, or create and do funny voices or other things like there's so much to unpack. And for me, I think there is a little bit of a community part that we're certainly missing coming out of the pandemic, but, um, I think people are excited to get back to right. That yeah. I think a little bit of play should be with other people. That, that if you're sharing joy with other people, that's a special moment in your life that is not going to be there if you don't choose it, right? Yeah. So I, I really think it's something we need to put a higher priority on for ourselves, but also for our culture now that we we can a little bit is to connect with other humans, even if it's virtually play a game with somebody else online or or do a meetup or get out of the house and and just find a few people that like the same thing you do. And that I that I really think is the beauty of the human experience. So not to get you know too philosophical or, or, or uh, squishy on you is there's billions of people out there. Yeah. There's somebody else that digs what you dig, even if you have a really weird niche, uh, <laughs> you know, passion. Go find five of those people and, and enjoy yourself, enjoy your life. Yeah, it feels good to be part of a community and connect with others, and it's important for us as humans. Absolutely. And then it makes all the rest of it better too, which I love. It, again, it's like, you know, sleep or or your health where if you're playing and you you just had a, a brilliant weekend or a vacation or even an hour with your, your friends messing around, you're ready to go attack the rest of the day. And yeah. then you can go make a dent in the world with the, your full energy and, and passion and, you know, creativity brought to it. I, I think it really, um, drives everything else that that for me i i don't want to lose sight of because i do still do a lot of productivity work a lot of high performance just like you i want people to go out there and crush it and and go after big hairy goals but to do that you have to be able to bring your full energy exactly yeah they're not there's not exclusive you know topics here it's it's very important in order to do that to engage in playfulness and, and have fun. And, you know, life is short. Why, why not make it fun? <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, percent exactly. All right. So can you share a little bit about your products and services with our listeners so they can check them out? Yeah, right now it's it's two really easy things. You can find them at playfulhumans.com. One is the podcast. It's available everywhere you listen to podcasts and the videos are on YouTube. They're really fun. But there's also this community where I'm trying to collect other cool adults that want to have fun, be playful, and um, find different ways of expressing their their creativity and stuff and remind each other and inspire other people to play and enjoy this crazy ride we're all on. So if you want to join the club, it's at playfulhumans.com. It's uh, basically like a private Facebook group but without the Facebook thing. It's just on the ah, website. So cool. you can connect and share other things with people that, that won't judge. We're all just there to, to play and have fun. And then you have your book and is that off of uh, mikemontague.com? Uh, yeah, you can find that uh, as well. If you're interested in uh, social media and other items, uh, like that. My book was linked in the, the Sandler way. So it's a little bit of a different topic, but certainly anybody that uh, enjoys the conversation and wants to learn more about the other stuff, I'm happy to do that too. Perfect. Okay. We're at that point. Your final piece of advice for our listeners. I think it's really simple. I have this sign in front of me on my desk right now. It says, make today awesome. Oh, <laughs> and for me, that's such a cool, cool sentiment. It is, it is really whatever that is to you. What's, what's an awesome day for you? Is it sitting by the beach? Is it going for a ride, a walk? Is it doing something creative? Is it writing your book and, and telling your story? Whatever it is, quit bleeping around and go make it awesome. <laughs> I love it. Oh, thank you so much for joining us today, Mike. <laughs> thank you. Thanks again for having me. If you'd like to learn more about Mike, visit his website at mikemontague.com or playfulhumans.com. Did you know that time is not your most limiting resource? To find out how to increase your productivity and have more time to do the things you love, visit secrettosuperproductivity.com.